Welcome to Salty as Fuck. Uh, this is my shout out blunt. First and foremost, shout out to the dude friends who stayed my friend even after we fucked and I quit fucking them. <laughs> shout out to the dollar store for always having at least one Nate, one off brand of lighters because shit is getting expensive. Shout out to people who are actually trying to make a difference, be it they're working at the youth center or, you know, they run a group. Basically, I feel like there's two types of work. There's, like, work where you're serving other people. Like, yeah, there's the food service industry, but think of social services. Think of, like I said, the youth center. Um school counselors, you know, teachers, like, all these people that, you know, of course the food service industry, like, I think of that, it's like a literal, we serve people, but, you know, it's like when it's your job to help other people, to help others figure out and light away, it's kind of cool, um, and then the other type of work is just like, it's for you, and what you're building, like, I don't know, I feel like sometimes we get stuck in a duality of which you're supposed to do when I feel like if you know you're, what you're doing is right in your soul, like, you're fine. <laughs> like, you know, like, for me, I'm constantly critiquing myself because I always feel like I'm not a good enough person. I feel like I'm always fucking up. I'm not being thoughtful enough or I'm not being kind enough or I'm, you know, being too selfish or something because... That's just how I think. Um, I have a tendency to accept things even when I absolutely can't stand them or they make me uncomfortable or they just make me feel any type of way. I have a tendency just to roll with it because I second guess myself so much because it's like I'm supposed to trust my instincts but at the same time a lot of my instincts are telling me to panic. <laughs> like... You know, um, and a lot of things I realized, like, aren't that bad. Like, I was glad I didn't overreact right away. But then there's times I did, and I totally do. And then you just have to own it, but like, yep, that's how I reacted. Yup. Because, <laughs> I don't know, I feel like there shouldn't always have to be an apology just for, like, you being so true. Like, unless, you know, hopefully your truth isn't automatically to hurt people. And I think that's what's interesting to me. Um, but... You know what? Shout out to homie handouts. Those homies who just like always make sure you're good. Uh, you know, and I'm a firm believer in that. Like in homie home, you know, like if you're showing up to someone's house, you should probably bring something or offer something. You know, I've been trying to really think of that lately. Um, before I go to, that's kind of a new thing, kind of starting to try to establish, is that every time I come to someone's house, I bring something, be it in the form of herb, or food, or I'm going to take us to eat, um, you know, it's, 
Because I tell you what, man, I've survived off homie handouts alone, be it in the form of, like, I got hooked up with a sack of weed or a jar or whatever, and it's like, actually, that's my new smoke now, because <laughs> I was out. Um, because, like I said, like, you know, growing up in NorCal, it's, like, weird for me to pay for weed now. Like, I think it's so weird, like, to go to a dispensary. Um, don't, like, I enjoy pre-rolls, like, that's the thing, like, I go and get I don't buy bud. I don't really buy like I've tried edibles from there, but I'm like I'll just make my own. <laughs> I'll know they'll be potent, if not over potent, because we all ate that edible that got us too high. Man, one time <laughs> took some cannabis butter and um I put that in the middle of like a Nutella okay, like if you take this roughly uh three quarter to a cup of Nutella, put it in a mug and an egg, whisk it together and you microwave it, it's like an instant brownie, so I did that, and I put, like, a good knob of weed butter in the middle, and I was smoking a joint while that was heating up, and I was smoking while I was eating it, like, it was, and I'm sitting there thinking, oh, this ain't nothing, this ain't nothing, next thing I know, I'm laying there having a damn near heart attack, it's like, I was having an anxiety attack, I think, like, I, it was bad, um, I was, like, going over everything I think I was doing morally wrong, um, uh, you know, I was, I was almost trying to text people at two in the morning to confess sins and shit, like, actually, this is what happened, like, you know, cause, I think, you know, there should always be self-reflection, but I'm also like, damn girl, you know, you did what you did, like, you can't really, is there harm in bringing it up now, it's like, just to make you feel better, just to upset life, it's like, eh, you have to deal with it, you know? Um, but again, like I said, you know, I, that was a rough one, so I learned to be careful with that butter, <laughs> and I started, like, giving it away, you know, especially when I was moving, um, you know, and I think the beauty of life is we get given opportunities in the disguise of, and... It's like, I kind of felt a type of way for a minute, and, like, I knew things were coming, and, <sighs> that's just how it is. That's all good. And something I'm really learning is not to continue things that you always get. Like, I'm trying to learn, like, okay, you ever come across situations where you instantly feel like a child like you feel like you're five years old or you feel like you're 13 or you're it's a distinct age it's a distinct feeling tied to an age and just by saying the age it's kind of like I'm sure like there's people who like you think of something like damn when, yeah you're 13 you know that's what's considered the peak of puberty even though a lot of us started earlier um I started at 12 I knew girls started their periods at like 11 you know it is what it is I'm um, but 13 is a pretty pinnacle age because that's, like, the big, one of the big ones because, like, you're in middle school and stuff. And that's what, I don't know, people think that that's too young. I'm like, nah, dude, I knew girls who were hooking up at 13. Like, not saying it was right, not saying that neither was other things going on. But I'm like, sometimes, like, I knew girls at a young age who were driven to do whatever they wanted to do regardless of how bad it was because they wanted to do it. There's some people who have that. There's some girls that have that. And it's not always because something's going on at home or something happened to them. Like, am I saying that there wasn't 
you know, girl, you know, because, like, people a lot of times um, tie promiscuity with trauma, but I feel that, you know, I could see that and I can understand it because I have a hypersexuality, but I feel like it comes, for me, it comes from a place of ownership. It comes from a place of, there was a time I didn't have control of something as basic as my womanhood, which I should always have control and access to, so if politicians could keep their hands off my fucking uterus, that would be amazing. Um, you know, and I feel like it's like a control thing, and it's a power thing, and for females, because it's like, now you're gonna shut yourself off. I mean, look at the original story of um, Medusa. I mean, it was all about she was a priestess who was raped, and then she got turned into a gorgon or you know this monster basically. So and then she was oh, but also given the ability to render any man defenseless against her. You know she could, you know no man could ever hurt her again. But it was at the cost of she had to give up her humanness. She had to give up basically, you know, I'm not saying, like, as a Gorgon, she wasn't hot, like, I mean, she was bitching, I mean, snake hair and shit, shit's gangster, but, you know, like, it's, I don't know, and I hate that, too, like, I came across something, too, that was, like, talking about female characters, like, why is rape a character builder? Like, a woman doesn't have to always have this rise from the ashes phoenix feeling after a rape, because it's, like, you're giving that much power to this person, like, I'm not, you know, like, I'm not trying to belittle or anything because there's, like, savage females who is, like, they were, like, no, for now on, like, I'm always going to protect myself and I'm just not going to open up myself. You know, like, you make your decisions about your body, that's your choice, and that's what we should all have the ability to do is have a fucking choice. But I'm just saying, like, for me, I feel like I can see where it's, like, that shouldn't be a character definer to where it normalizes it happening to us, you know? It's like, no, that's something fucked up that happened, that it was like, she, you know, was able not just to put it, like, I'm not gonna say put it behind her, but allow it to, you know, it'd be neat if that opportunity came, she was able to save press charges, she was able to feel safe, in a community of knowing that, okay, if I have to go get a rape kit, I'll be handled with dignity and respect. And, you know, and there'll be more than just one person to come help me out, you know? Um, how, it's basically a second rape from how I've heard it described. Um, and... I mean, maybe we live in a world where women felt safe. You know, and it's like, and if we weren't constantly criticized and belittled for the ways we have found ways to be safe and found our box, our boundaries, because it's not, it's like people bitch are living in a box. It's like, absolutely, you know, get out of a box here and there, but at the same time too, you make where you want to be. My dog is so rowdy right now. Ah, where's your bone? <laughs> Again, though, I think it's important just because as a community, we are just supportive of who we're all trying to be. And, like, 
Because, like, yeah, I have a lifestyle. And it's like, I'm trying to be safe within that lifestyle. And it's like, why can't I be? I mean, why are stupid things defined? Like, if people will believe you or not. And it's like, we live in a world of like, oh, well, because women lie. And people lie. It's like, we're not saying that people don't lie. But our president literally lies. Um, and it's like, that means, like, on the chance that they might be lying, but it's like, but what if it's, like, you don't believe them on the chance it's not true. It's like, what if they were right, though? Like, what if they, you know, were telling the truth? And then it's like, you're sitting there telling someone that what? Something that violently happened to them didn't happen to them. Like, and then it's like, you wonder why women are labeled as crazy. <laughs> I guess I've been really trying to define labels, like, why people apply a label to them. Um, <laughs> for example, <laughs> I've been kind of trolling guys and um, on the Whisper app. And not, like, in a mean way, but just, I really question everything they say. So, like, for example, like, I've had a dude be like, yeah, I just need a freak. And they're hard to come by. And he used the wrong there. He used, like, T-H-E-R-E, and he needed to use the, you know, the, um, (sighs) abbreviation for they are, and, but he was like, yeah, freaks are hard to come by or whatever, and I'm just like, well, what's your definition of a freak? I was like, I need me a dude, though, who knows the difference between there, there, and there, and then he didn't say nothing to that, but then it's just like, well, what do likes to fuck three to five times a day? I'm like, that's just a high libido. Like, <laughs> um, it's not necessarily. I was like, so it's about getting a girl who wants to fuck you that many times a day. <laughs> and then, um, another dude also described himself that way. He's like, yeah, you know I'm a freak. I'm like, you just like to fuck outside. You're just an exhibitionist. <laughs> like, calm down. Like, I just always, I'm just like... I don't know, these dudes, like, they smack your ass, like, three times, <laughs> like, they're like, yeah, I'm a freak, and you're like, nah, nah, eh, you're just, different ways you get down different, like, that's cool, do you, I'm just not always over here doing you, but, <sighs> that's been fun, though, it's kind of cracks me up because they get all like weirded out or they just quit talking to me because it's not interesting. I figure I want something actually out of the interaction. <laughs> so, continuing with our shout out blunt. <clears throat> Shout out to the headband you can throw on when your hair looks tore back, but you need to go out to get some fucking papers. <laughs> and shout out to people you can have real conversations with. Because some people, like, when they think our actions put us in a certain box, and it's like a dude's fucking you, so you're forever in that girl I fucked box. And it's like, nah, if I was your friend, like, we could still talk about some real shit. It's like, What's up with people who, like, are down to give each other head but can't talk about what's on their mind? Like, I don't know. It's like, why is it weird to expect more from your partner? Like, you know, that are just basic human needs, like communication. 
<laughs> like people want to hide behind certain precedents and it's like you know there's ways to be open I think the thing is is people shut off emotions because it requires a level of realness and rawness um, and opening yourself up allows pain and everything and it's like reality is you shut down when you don't know how to deal with it like you know some people are quick to anger and it's like they don't know what to do when they explode or some people you know they're really sad so they have a extreme um depression episode you know it, it does happen and I get that and it's also rough too you know because it's like I understand like you know like you'll put in what energy you want to get out of something and I'm a firm believer in like reading that and it's like obviously you're not putting in this much and it's about communication again it's like obviously you're not putting in the same energy as me so I'm gonna back up a bit you know <laughs> um also shout out to those times when I could really say what I'm thinking such as when I'm talking with a dude and I've just been I don't know a smart ass lately I just don't feel like I should make it easy. Like, cause I'm like, I could easily fall in line with the flirtation game you're throwing and I'm not into it. You know, <laughs> like for example, there's a dude who's talking to me. He's all like, you know me, I'm a freak. And freak is one of those words that's getting annoying to me. Like dudes be like trying to get you to call him daddy and shit. And it's like, you don't give me an allowance. <laughs> like... <laughs> Or they want to be like, I'm a freak. And I'm like, dude, all you like to do is fuck outside. You're just an exhibitionist. Like, or I need a freak. And I'm like, what's your definition of a freak? You know? And they're just like, someone wants to fuck three to five times a day. And I'm just like, all right. I mean, that's not really a freak as much as a high libido. And it's about making a girl want to fuck you that many times a day. I guess that requires effort on your part. And that's what I think. It's like, when dudes say they want a freak they mean they want a chick that is down to do whatever for them on their time and they're not understanding like if you're trying to get certain things or it's like you have to reciprocate it you have to give the same like for example I brought up a joke with the dude before because I told him I was like you know you're not even into BDSM like you're not even you know all these things you act like it's like dudes who like only have two position choices and that's missionary and doggy and they think they're free because they can like smack your ass a couple times and it's like nah bruh you're hitting the basics and that's why I figure it's just funnier fucking with these dudes <laughs> like make them think about shit because honestly I'm kind of in a phase of feeling like I'm easily annoyed and it's like I feel like you get to that place sometimes and you're like you know what I know I'm not fucking with it's like you don't know exactly what you want but I guess like for me I'm in this place of trying to find exactly what I want what I want to go for I actually started making a list and it was just things I want and they're a little all over the place but I figure when I'm having a moment when I'm like, man, what do I want? And it's like, I can look through that and be like, this is what you've always wanted. Cause I feel like there's so much information and there's so many, many things to absorb out there that you can't always keep track of them all. Like no wonder we have a hard time with memory and shit. We have so much information we're filtering through and 
what to remember, what not, you know, what not to remember, you know, all these passwords and codes and pins and all these fucking combinations of shit. And you can't have them all be the same because someone might steal it because you can't make it too easy. It's like, fuck, dude. But then it's like, again, you're like, well, shit. Desperate times call for desperate money. You're trying to make a way to make some money. It's, I mean, I'm not saying identity theft is cool. Like, like I wouldn't do it. I don't think it's honest. But, you know, my level of morality is not a reason to judge someone who's in a different moral place because the way they fucking grew up. You know, we all be like, don't blame your past, don't blame your childhood, take responsibility for yourself. And it's like, yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, too, you need to recognize where those behaviors come from instead of, well, I just do this because I can. You're like, okay, well, why do you feel entitled to do something just because you can? You know? Like, that begs the question, I guess. All right, so... This is going to be uh, the last segment of this episode. And I feel like uh, my last should be a salty as fuck. So something I'm salty as fuck about. Why is it? I don't know. Maybe it's just me and I'm really selfish. I don't believe anyone's entitled to my fucking time unless I let them. Um, Like on the outside realm of my immediate people I kick it with or fuck with. Like no one's a priority. So... Again, it goes back to you're requesting my time, and if I choose to give it to you, that's on me. Like, for example, start talking to someone through the Whisper app, and <clears throat> homeboy, like, kept consistent conversation. We even moved it over to Instagram, which is fine, whatever. But reality is, we haven't met in person, therefore they're kind of not real to me. <laughs> I'm like, well, we haven't met in person, so, you know, what the fuck? Who cares, right? Well, he kind of commented last night, like, you don't really want to chat with me, do you? And I'm just kind of like, I mean, I res—I mean, I don't know. It's like, I respond when I can, and I do keep up conversations sometimes, but sometimes he doesn't give me anything to go off that I'm, like, willing to keep up the conversation. Like, if it gets flirty or whatever. And then I told him how I was like, yeah, I'm not really, like, there right now. I'm not just trying to find another dude to kick it with. Like, that's just not my priority right now, I'm trying to build a life for myself and do my own thing, so, you know, sorry, not sorry, um, and then he just is like, oh, you, you know, because basically he was like, oh, you don't really want to chat with me, and I'm like, well, I mean, honestly, I fell asleep, like, if we want to be honest about, like, last night, like, I did, I crashed the fuck out, I go to bed early, like, that's just how it is, I wake up, I get up in the morning, I walk my dog, so, you know, and then this morning I was just like, well, I fell asleep. Oh, well, it's okay. And I'm like, well, I know. Thank you. Like, <laughs> I knew it was okay. I was telling you. I didn't need your fucking... Anyways. And then I feel like I'm overthinking it and I'm being a bitch. But then it was like, well, you still don't really want to talk to me now, though, huh? And I'm just like, well, I work at 8 o'clock. Um, I have to get up and walk my dog and then head to work. So, I don't know. I just don't like it when I feel like people are demanding my time when they aren't really doing anything that makes me want to give them my time you know and I'm like I'm sorry that's just how it works and I'm like I don't mind chatting because that's all we've been doing it's just kind of casual chatting nothing really serious nothing really just about like what I can do for him kind of that's how I feel I just feel like when dudes want things on their time and I'm like 
well, I mean, you're requesting mine too, so how about you kind of ask about that? Like, because it's like the conversation of what we're looking for kind of came up, and it was more along the lines of like, oh, well, I'm just looking for a friend, someone I can call, vent with, you know, we could have dinner and stuff, but, you know, I'm not looking for a fuck buddy or nothing. I'm like, well, good, because that's not even on the table. Um, and it's like, homeboy just like, oh, well. You know, is that not what you're looking for? And I'm like, honestly, I'm trying to build a life. Like, oh, because he also specified someone who's a distraction from his life. And I'm kind of like, I'm a good distraction, but I'm tired of just being the distraction. And then someone, like, moves on. You know, like, it's nine times out of ten, it's usually mutual. But it's so annoying to me. And I'm like, well, I'd rather fuck with someone who has intentions. Like, if they don't know what their intentions are when they're dealing with me, then I don't want it. Like, and then it's like, oh, well, I have intentions to be a friend and all this shit. And I'm just like, no offense, but I have enough fucking friends. <laughs> and then I feel mean. But then reality is I'm like, I don't, I don't know. It's like, I'm interested to learn new things and meet new people. But then I'm also like, when I feel like it's just, <sighs> like, it's all just leading into probably another awkward situationship. And I feel it like I have to trust myself. Like my first initial instincts are always to panic. But I've learned to be like, okay, that's just a response. Why do you want to just, you know, panic? <laughs> and that's why. Um, but those are things that make me salty as fuck. Like, I just can't. I get irritated really quick. And I just turn into a bitch. Like, I don't like it when dudes are like, yeah, well, I, yeah, I usually get with big girls or what I sleep with. And I'm like, why would you describe people you sleep with as what? Like, it's kind of fucked up and dehumanizing. Like, and then it's like, oh, well, it's not a big deal, you're nitpicking what I'm saying, and I'm like, but think about what you're saying, though, like, that's, you know, like, that's not that way I want to be described by someone who potentially might hook up, who I might hook up with, is, yeah, I know he gets with fat girls, because that's what he, you know, that's what he gets with, like, nah, like, like, I get you have a preference and a body type and shit, but same time too I don't know I just I hate feeling like then I have to as a big girl it's like if a dude likes big girls then it's like it goes into the fetish things like please don't fetishize me like like is it too much for a dude to think I'm just sexy because of the way I am and not because oh well in general I think big girls are hot but then it's like you have to fit the certain type of big girl like you have to have big tits big ass you know like an hourglass figure like that's the only way you can be thick um that's bullshit and, and then it's like, and then you fuck with dudes who, like, feel it's a necessity to be, like, I don't know, an unasked for health advisor about what else you need to work on. When it's like, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to get, like, into a shape, like, for you. Like, I'm just, I just walk a lot now. Like, I do. I walk, like, two times a day with my dog. And that's why I'm like, dude, I, I prioritize my dog. Like, I try not to leave him more than, for more than just work and then one more time during the day if I can help it. Like, I try not to, if I can not leave them at all, I will, but I'll just take them along, but, you know, I try to limit my time, and I'm like, I can't really do long distance things, because the driving time alone is a chunk of time, so, anyways, I think this all these to talk about, thank you for joining me for this episode, thank you for the people who are still listening, um, and I hope everyone has a great hump day.